Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those big swings, and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauley on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. We have ourselves a full two-hour edition of the program tonight as we take you all the way until 8 o'clock. Welcome in. It is a Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Again, with you till 8 o'clock. As always, if you want to chime in on what we're talking about, you can do so by calling, texting, or tweeting to call or text. You call 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. Or if you want to uh, tweet at me, you do so, uh, you do so at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. You know, I was thinking today, and not everything has been bad sports-wise here recently, but there's been a lot of not-so-good stuff. And what got me thinking about this was last night was not a great sports night in St. Louis. It just wasn't. Thank God, you know, when we think of St. Louis and beyond, we can look at some other, you know, regional college basketball teams. Thank God for University of Illinois basketball and what they're doing right now because they're about the only really good store. And even them, there's been some obviously very negative things going on with that program when you consider the accusations against uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. But at least from a team standpoint, they're winning games, they're ranked, yada, yada, yada. Last night, Blues hockey. And I've been been questioning myself uh, for this take all day long. All day long. Because I, I try to be fair. Like, I'm not the hot take guy. I'm the, let's take a step back, let's evaluate things, let's look at the big picture. That's who I am. I'm that guy. And getting all upset about one single loss when you've won five in a row, to me, that seems to make no sense. Somebody, if I'm making that argument, somebody can come and say, Matt, Matt, come on, slow down, slow your roll. The Blues just won five games in a row. Why are you getting all upset about one single loss, the final game before the All-Star break? And my answer, and I don't know if it's a valid answer or not, maybe I am just going off the rails here, but my answer is every single time the Blues have a game, we're going into the game, it's like, okay, they're playing a team that's not great, they're on a pretty good run, this this is the exclamation point that's needed. This is the win that is needed to almost prove what they had done recently was real. And 
there's been three or four times this season where they've been on a pretty good run. They're going into a game. It looks like a game that they should win or probably have a good chance to win, and they don't. And every single time that happens, I say to myself, I just can't believe in this team. I realize they've won five of their last six. They, they are in a perfectly good spot when it comes to still being a playoff team. I understand these things, but that game last night, and I, to be, I, I said this before the game yesterday, right? Like I'm not, I'm just not making this up today because I got to find something to talk about for two hours. If you listened yesterday during the small amount of time that we had on this show, if you listened when Kevin Wheeler and I were doing sports together at 515, you heard me say that it really felt like last night's game was was the must-win game. It was the game that almost validates the five games before. And what do they do? They lose. They lose one nothing. And it just it makes me lose hope for whatever this team may turn into. Again, maybe I'm just not being fair. Maybe maybe I'm being way too negative. Maybe I need to focus in on the five games that they won in front of that and, and what they've done here recently. Maybe that's what I need to be doing. But I was, man, I was disappointed about last night's game. And then you have slew basketball. I don't, look, I thought that they were going to be like a top third, maybe top half of the league kind of team this year. I didn't think they were going to win the league. I, I even thought that, you know, some type of postseason play was probably unlikely for them this season. But I thought they were good enough to be like a fourth place team and a not so very good A-10. You look at what they were what they were bringing back, and it just felt like they were going to be good enough to be respectable. And they go to Chicago yesterday, and they lose to Loyola 77-62, to and they're now 1-7 in A-10 play. And one of the worst leagues that you're going to see, that is not a very good league. And this is a slew team that has high expectations. And you, you put that, somebody was asking me the other day about, you know, coach Ford and his job status and should, should coaches be given some wiggle room for some just pretty tough seasons on occasion. And my answer to that is yes. But I think what makes it really tough for him and what makes it really tough for the Billikens basketball program right now is when you combine what's going on this year with what happened last year. Because last year, the expectations were as high as they have been for a while. The assumption was NCAA tournament last year. The feeling was they could win a game or two. The feeling was they were built to maybe go on a really special run. And then obviously that did not happen and you follow that up with what's going on right now, and it's just not a very good story. Luckily for us, there have been good stories. Obviously, the Battlehawks have been a good story, and then the greatest sports story that we've had in the last year is that of City SC, and we got a little bit of news from City today that they are extending their head coach, Bradley Carnell. Now, the details of that are fuzzy because we didn't know the details of his first contract. We didn't know how many years it was for. We didn't know how many years were left. We didn't know how much money he was making, yada, yada, yada. We still don't know any of that. They announced today that they had signed Carnell to a contract extension. We don't know how many years are on it. We don't know how much money he's making. We don't know any of those things. But for whatever he got today, it is well-deserved because, thankfully, City SC has been 
the the guiding light when it comes to just positive big time sports stories in St. Louis here over the uh, the last year or so. Uh, we'll talk more about City SC coming up uh, next hour when Dale Schilly is going to join us. We'll talk Blues hockey with Luke Korak. That's next as we roll on with the Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It's a great bar sports open line on KMOX. Blues had a, a bit of a clunker last night as they uh, wrapped up the pre-All-Star break portion of the season, losing to Columbus 1-0. We're going to go to the uh, Quiver River Electric guest line right now. Welcome in uh, Luke Korak. You follow him on Twitter at LKorak10. He covers the Blues in the NHL for uh, NHL.com and also for the Hockey News. Lou, thanks for taking some time with us as always. How are you? I'm good, Matt. What's going on? All right, so I need your thoughts on where I'm feeling, like from an emotional standpoint right now. <laughs> I, I realize the Blues had just won five games in a row, and I'm not trying to take anything away from that winning streak, but going into last night's game, I really thought that the to the exclamation point and to really make that winning streak feel real, like this team can do something. They just had to win last night against a not very good Columbus team and they did not play well. And I'm really, really frustrated about it. Am I, am I justified in how I'm feeling right now? Yeah, you are. And uh, I'm sure the 18,000 or so and the folks that watched and our fans of the blues felt the same way. I mean, you're right. It was uh it was a disappointment. I mean, granted, yeah, you had won five in a row, and it's difficult, you know, to sustain winning streaks and put winning streaks together. But, yeah, going into that thing, you're thinking, 
they had just reeled off a stretch of games where it, it was pretty impressive, the opponents, opponents that you've beaten throughout the month of January. I, I felt coming into this month that this was going to be a make-or-break uh, month for them, all things considered who you were facing. And they were coming out of that thing looking pretty good at 8-3-1. and one. And, you know, you're facing Vancouver twice. You're facing Carolina, the Rangers, Boston. Um, I'm missing somebody there, but you get the gist of it. Uh, these were These were opponents that were... Uh, the Rangers were in there. These are opponents that are at the top of the league, and, and you came out looking pretty good. And then you look at the schedule, and you're going, and there's Columbus. It's a last-place team. They've had a couple of these hiccups against these teams already. This is a spot where you can really kind of, like you said, solidify the stance with the fans, make them feel good. You're going into the break now. Six-game uh, six winning streak feeling really good. You're not playing for another 10 days. You're right there in the thick of a wild card race and you still are, but you know, and then you come out with that. I don't know. It, it, it just wasn't there. And I thought it was effort-based. I thought it was execution wise. It just didn't seem like as a group, you had a couple of individuals that I thought played pretty good last night, but uh, as a team, you know, you win as a team, you lose as a team. I just thought as a group, uh, it, it was it was really really a disappointment coming away from that and and it wasn't that Columbus just overwhelmed you, I thought I just thought the Blues made them look good because they didn't look good and and, and that's where the disappointing part has to lie. Everybody wants to place blame somewhere. That's that's just sports when things aren't going well. The default position is let's blame somebody. I, I don't love doing that, but when you look at the performance of last night is what's going on? What leads to them not being as locked in as you would want them to be locked in in a game where, as you mentioned, they're not going to be playing much hockey here for the next couple weeks or so? That's a good question. And I, and I don't, I, I certainly don't put that on a coaching staff because when we talked to Drew Bannister before the game yesterday, you could tell that he was fully locked in on business at hand. You still have one game to play. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. You have to take care of business, and then, you know, you can reap the rewards after that. They they knew full well that, you know, they had to show up for work one more night, and then you can go get a rest, rest the body up, rest the mind up, whatever you had to do to get yourself reset to come back uh, for the last 30-some-odd games that you're playing, and and you can feel good about yourself. And you, and you can just tell after the game last night talking to him that, he was he was really disappointed and and rightfully so and uh, he even answered the question that this you know can you forget about this one and he goes no he goes this one's gonna this one's gonna sit with them and and it should sit with them and I and I agree with them because you know granted you only gave up one goal now uh, that that's I guess kind of the plus side of it there is you know so it it didn't even need to be one of those where you had to foot put in a I guess a full bore a hundred percent. Uh, top of the line performance in order to win a hockey game last night. Uh, I would even put it at a 50%. If you put 50% of yourself de- uh, dedicated yourself into winning a hockey game last night, I think they come away with those two points, but that didn't happen for whatever reason. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it on the leadership. I'm going to put it on the entire group because, you know, collectively, it, you know, Drew Bannister even said it, nobody really stood out to him as to somebody that that could have made a difference for that group last night. So you have to put that on the entire group because it sure sounds like the coaches 
had them fully prepared to play a hockey game. The players just didn't. Yeah, it's it's a really, really odd thing. What does that say about this team going into the post-All-Star break portion of the year where obviously they're still going to be fighting for a playoff spot? Well, it's it's just who they are. I mean, you, you, to expect the unexpected. I mean, you, you know, who really came in expecting them to perform and be able to get the kind of results they did against some of these good teams and they were able to do it? And then you turn around and have some of these duds that you've had against some of the lesser opponents in the league. And I I looked at it last night. You've played seven games now against the four teams that are in last place in each division, and you're three and four in those games. That Mm -hmm. means you've left eight points on the table. And think about where you're at right now in the standings. And and it's not to say that you're going to go a perfect seven and oh, because that's that's just it. You know, you have an opponent on the other side – uh, those points mean just as much as if you were playing the top teams in the league. You're not going to win every one of those, but just say if you had four of those, five more of those points, you'd be sitting in a much better spot than you're in right now. And depending on what happens tonight in that Nashville-Los Angeles game, and granted we have a whole lot of time left to go before the season ends, uh, they could find themselves again on the outside looking in. But if you pick up, like I said, you know, three, four, five more of those points, you're in a much better standing. And that just goes to prove that this is who they are right now to expect the unexpected because they have really been unpredictable all year long. Whatever honeymoon period might have existed with Drew Bannister, I feel like enough hockey has been played now under his watch that we're past that. How would you evaluate the job that he has done so far? Obviously walking into a pretty tough situation. I think he's done fine. I mean, they're 13, seven and one since he took over, which is a, a very good record. And I, I certainly think that uh, he's commanded the attention of the players. Uh, you've seen the biggest difference for me is you've seen now that this team is more engaged, uh, more locked into a, when they talk about a full 60 minute game, because earlier in the year, and this is something that I'm going to write about earlier in the year, when they fall behind one to nothing, uh, it would quickly become two to nothing and three to nothing. And they're getting pushed out of a game in the first period, maybe even into the second period where you have a pretty good understanding that it's game over or vice versa. They were pushing the opponent out pretty quick. There weren't very many of these one goal games where you're in, you're in the battle, you're in the fight all the way to the end. Well, you've had, uh, you've had seven or eight, uh, one goal games now in the month of January, which tells you that, you know, even when they're falling behind, they're staying in the fight, they're staying in the battle. They've had a couple of come from behind wins in this winning streak where they were able to battle back from uh, multi-goal deficits or even single goal deficits where they were able to get two points. So I think from that standpoint, they are more engaged from start to finish. It's just getting that consistency down again on a more regular basis is what they continue to look for. Do you, it's really hard to answer this question. I realized that before even asking you, but is, is this all-star break? Is this good for the team, bad for the team? Are we just going to have to wait to see how they play? I'm back to, to answer that. What, what can the impact of this time off be? No, I think actually it could be from a physical standpoint. Anyway, I think it could be good because it allows you to, you know, to recharge the body, recharge the batteries, there are some guys that are dinged up. I, I, I don't care what you say. I mean, the, the an NHL schedule is it, just tough. As compact as it is and as much physicality as there is, there are some guys that can use some time off here just to heal from some from some bumps and bruises. And I even think from a mental standpoint, it's, it's, it's okay to get a reset because, you know, you come back more refreshed. 
you understand where you're at and if there's something to play for, and there definitely is something to play for for these guys because it would be different if you're in the position of, say, a Columbus or a Chicago or one of these teams that's just so far out of it where you you already understand with 30-some-odd games left, you're pretty much just playing out the schedule and you're going to get to a point where guys are just kind of playing for jobs for next year and that's where you start playing hard. But they still have a lot to play for. So I do think it'll be good for them. And, you know, it's going to be a little different for Robert Thomas, of course, going to the all-star game. Uh, He's going to be a little overwhelmed and it's going to be his first time there. And he's going to get to go home in the process of doing it. So Mm -hmm. not, not as much rest for him, but for everybody else. Yeah. I, I think the, I think the reset will be good. You'll see a team that'll come back. They'll be, they should be anyway more hungrier, more refreshed, and ready to go for the stretch run. Teams didn't always get this long of a break. This is something that's somewhat relatively new to to the NHL. Do you think that's good that uh, whether you're getting that extra time in front of the All-Star game or behind the All-Star game, that teams are getting week, week and a half, to, uh, you know, just a significant time off? I think players would just rather play through a season and not have so many games compacted together like they do where you're playing so many three and four nights, four and six nights, when you're doing that over a stretch of five and six months, that I'm telling you, man, that just takes a toll on your body. And I remember back in the day when, you know, games used to be spread out a little more guys would get a little more rest uh, a couple of days off in between games. And sure you had your back to backs, but not nearly like you had the compact schedule that you do now. Um, I don't know. It could be a kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, when, when guys see that, they have this kind of a compact schedule. They, they look to this all-star breaking and, and they're really looking forward to it because, you know, it, it just takes such a toll and such a grind on your body, not just physically, but mentally as well. But I think in the grand scheme of things, I think guys would just rather play through a season, not have this big stretch off, but where they're able to get more days off uh, throughout the season as it goes. He is Luke Korak. You read him uh, all over the place. You can uh, read him uh, for NHL.com, also uh, inside the Hockey News, covering the Blues and uh, the NHL. Lou, thank you so much for uh, taking uh, some time and have a good break yourself, and we'll talk to you uh, after the break at some point. You got it, Matt. Take care. Awesome. Very good. That's Luke Korak joining us here via the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. So the Blues had a tough loss last night. The Bilkins, they had a tough loss as well. It's just like, let's break down tough losses. That's what we're doing on today's program. Bob Ramsey, the voice of uh, Bilkins basketball. We'll talk some Cardinals baseball with him as well. He's up next as we roll on with the Gray Bar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sincere into the front court. The hard road to the hole. Jam time. Flight 22 takes off and jams it home. So we would be lying if we told you that the Billikens were having a, a good season. They're one in seven in a ten play. But one of the things that we can say is it doesn't matter winning, losing, what the record is. When you listen in, you're always going to be entertained with Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. No matter what is happening. And uh, last night, a tough loss for them as they go to Chicago and lose to uh, Loyola 77-62. With that, we go back to the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. And we do welcome in the voice of the Billikens. It is Bob Ramsey. Rammer, appreciate your time. How are you? Matt, you are too kind. Thank you, sir. It's glad, I'm glad to be with you this evening. Okay, so when the season got started, I thought, you know what, this team could be a, a top third, for sure, a top half team in the A-10. A- They're probably not going to win the league, and it's been anything but. Sometimes, uh, you know, the, the devil can be in the details. How close is this team to maybe putting together a more respectable conference season than they have so far? Well, they've got to turn some things around. There's, there's no question about that. And, and uh, right now, I'd have to say not very close. Okay. I mean, you have to, you have to look at results and the way the games are being played. I know the staff and players are all frustrated trying to figure it out. Um, you know, the uh, first half last night, I was very encouraged. I felt like in a month's time, because remember to open the conference season. Loyola came in and really steamrolled St. Louis, and you felt like that, you know, that was a real gut punch. And now, so you go to Loyola, awesome atmosphere. For those who don't know, um, one whole side of the floor um, in the stands, the students get that whole side. You know, most schools have students down in an end. But at Loyola, not unlike Cameron Indoor where Duke plays, the students are front and center. And it is wild and crazy. But you go in there, and unlike the first meeting of the two, you couldn't match the effort and energy from Loyola. Last night, I thought the Billikens did. But ultimately, the guys couldn't sustain it. And, and so that's what happened as the game got completely away from them in the second half. So to answer your question directly, I don't know. It doesn't feel close. Um, I've told this before, but before the, you know, for 37 years, I said, I, you know, I, I have fun and try and predict the win total before the season began and all that. And more often than not, I was pretty close. And after last season, I said, man, I was way off. Hmm. So I said, I'm out of the prediction business. And I'm glad I was because I would not have guessed this not in a million years. Does it almost feel worse this year just based off the fact that last year, you brought up last year, the expectations were so incredibly high, and they had a perfectly fine season last year, but it didn't get anywhere near the expectations of being a, yep. an NCAA tournament team that might be maybe even able to make a little bit of a run in the tournament. So following up the disappointment of last year, does it almost make this season feel a little bit worse? You know, I haven't really thought of it in those terms. I think it's bad enough that it stands alone. <laughs> I I really do, and and I'm not poking fun at the team. We're all in that together. I'm there at practices and traveling with the guys and all that. It's um, it, it's it's awful, and it's an awful feeling. And nobody's happy about it. Nobody um, 
nobody give, is giving a uh, I don't care attitude or anything like that. It's just uh, it's just dysfunctional right now trying to put it all together. Now, does that mean things can't turn around and you can start to win some games? Well, yeah, you're always they're they're always putting a game plan together to win games. What will it ultimately mean? Probably not a whole lot. You'd almost have to go on a miracle run. But we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. It is possible to do. But I don't want to give false hope. A lot of things will have to change. And I know, I promise you folks, I know uh, in an era where we're all always uh, we're, we're making an effort individually to be as angry as we can be <laughs> and to find a way that we can all be a victim, um, that's, not, that's not what the program's about. They are trying to get better, and it does mean a lot to the program, and they are working their tails off to try and get better. We just haven't seen results yet. Um, it has been, you know, it's the opposite. they've been the opposite of, of synergy, uh, dysfunctional, and they're working to change that. It's an, I don't even know how to ask this question because you brought up energy and effort earlier and you liked it in the first half yesterday and there's been some some tough losses this year where coach Ford I I always appreciate his bluntness he never holds back on the way the team plays and what went wrong and there's been times where he's openly talked about energy and effort not being able to match the other team that doesn't seem like something you can coach you just talked about the synergy not being there sometimes when it's not synergistic for lack of a better term it looks like the energy isn't there how do you fix that midway through the season well if i if i could do that i'd see if travis would put me on his staff if i really had a true answer about that um you know we're media guys we sit back and you know an old coach friend of mine was talking about a national media guy who was being really really critical and he said you know he needs to get his own team um, it's not easy. Um, Jim Cruz, who had was at the penthouse and won the national coach of the year and ended up leaving slew in the outhouse when things completely fell apart. He emphasized all the time, winning is hard. And if you're not willing to make the commitment, um, the emotional, physical commitment, um, you're probably not going to win. And so, um, trying to learn how to play hard in midseason, Matt, you hit on it. It's, it's, I won't say it's impossible, but it's very difficult. Bob Ramsey, voice of the Billikens, joining us. Let's talk Cardinals for a second. Klaibs likes to say that you've always got your lineup in, in your wallet. You're ready, you're ready to go at any given moment. Uh, are you, <laughs> what's your yeah. excitement level for, uh, for a team that's obviously coming off a, a tough season but looks like a team that at the very least should at least be competitive in the division? I understand fans, again, we go back to everybody being angry. I understand fans' frustration. Uh, I'm a little frustrated, too, that you didn't go at, that the Cardinals didn't go after a, uh, a bigger ticket pitcher. You know, they brought in innings. That we, we, we've gone over that. You go over it every night, <laughs> sports open line. So everybody knows what they did and what they didn't do. Um, having said that, I think the – young guy nucleus that I think eventually before this season is over will include Victor Scott. I think the young guy nucleus is what keeps me excited. Newt Barr's still a young guy. Donovan's my favorite player. Um, that's young guys that I think every one of them has an opportunity to be better. And if Arenado and Contreras 
and Goldie can do the things they do. They don't have to be they don't have to have MVP seasons. You know, I, I disagree with some people about that. I think if you go go over their go over their baseball reference numbers, if those three guys have their average years and the young guys continue to uh, develop and and get better as guys in their early 20s should do if those things happen it'll be a fun team to watch and um uh you know maybe not every uh maybe maybe not every uh every guy's gonna make it you know will win hit he didn't he was a little overwhelmed last year but he's hit everywhere else and some of the some of the best teachers in the game will tell you matt that if you can hit, you can hit. Mm-hmm. You just got to make the adjustments and keep working. I think Wynn's going to hit. I think Walker's going to improve. I think we'll see big numbers from Newt Bar if he plays every day. And by that, I mean he's scheduled to play every day. Will his health allow him to? Um, so I think as we see these things unfold, I think it's going to be a really fun team. Now, can your starters go deep enough? Can your bullpen salvage games? Can your closers be available? on two and three nights in a row, those are huge questions that remain to be seen, of course. The free agent market has been uh, There's still four top ten free agents out there, and Jordan Montgomery, Blake Snell, Cody Bellinger, Matt Chapman. Those are some of the best free agents when free agency started. They're still sitting out there. What do you make of a market that, like two, three years ago, as they were coming up on the new CBA, it's just as slow as then? We knew why then, leading to the new CBA, but now we're two years into the new one, and we've got this incredibly slow market. Well, I think it's supply and demand. And analytics, so let's use, say a, a player is a third baseman, he, he's going to give you a figure 20 homers and 75 RBIs. That's good. That's really good production. But i got to pay him, you know, $12 million or more, $15 million. He's a veteran. He's been around. Well, what if I can pay a kid or maybe a veteran but, you know, has been around and is only going to make 6 or 7 or $8 million, and instead of 20 homers, he gives me a dozen instead of 75 RBIs, he gives me 60. Isn't that a better value? Well, we can debate that depending on what's around that player, but you can see how a club could, you know, put a valuation on numbers, which is the reason, the whole reason the Cardinals got into analytics, you know, 15 years ago. They got into analytics because the analytics people told them, now you can evaluate and put an actual value on on player numbers and they can be predictive i'm not sure i buy into that completely but that's how the cardinals got sold on it and um i think that's how they look at the supply and demand of it yeah player a is a little bit better but is he 10 million dollars better i don't think so and i can see why clubs would think that you know you know matt you you used to like to buy the uh the glory of Vanderbilt designer jeans, and then you grew up and you realized Levi's and Wranglers are just as good. Do you follow me to Costco where I buy half my clothing? <laughs> no, I no, I quit following you when I saw you buy the glory of Vanderbilt. Fair enough, Rabber. Always appreciate the time. Uh, people need to be tuned into you, uh, obviously here on KMOX with uh, Billikens basketball. Uh, you're, you're always doing stuff, uh, Klabes online. So uh, appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk again real soon. 
Anytime. Next time, get, I'll give you the lineup. Okay, perfect. I'll, I'll hold you to that. Spot Ramsey joining us here uh, via the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. One more break. We'll come back, wrap up hour number one of the program. It is the Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Back at it on KMOX. It is a Graybar Sports Open Line. Have you for another uh, hour and five minutes. By the way, a Wednesday night edition of Late Night with Hancock and Kelly this evening. Uh, one of either Hancock or Kelly. I, I don't want to break any HIPAA violations here. One of them was not fully healthy on Monday. So they and uh, Brad Young will switcheroo. And Brad was in on Monday. And now Hancock and Kelly are going to be in tonight. Tomorrow, do want to let you know that we are going to be recording our countdown to opening day show over at uh, Cardinals Nation Restaurant and Bar inside of Ballpark Village. Uh, Matt Adams, the former Cardinal, is going to be our featured guest. So if you would like to meet him and see him, maybe get a photo with him, something like that, uh, you can stop on by. Uh, We're going to start that tomorrow at 1130. If you've seen some uh, graphics out there on social media that say 12 or 1230, the time got changed earlier today. So 1130 is our start time tomorrow. That is going to be at Cardinals Nation Restaurant and Bar. You can come on by. Uh, you can meet Matt. You can uh, have yourself a, a good solid meal there, and yeah, just uh, enjoy listening to uh, to us talk. He's going to be playing again this year. I uh, just got announced this past week. He's going to be playing down in Mexico, so we're going to talk a, a lot about that. That would always, yeah. I thought about this when uh, James Nail got his contract purchased uh, or contract uh, transferred to a Korean team. What's it like for these guys when they're about to go to another country? It's We talk all the time about how tough it is going from uh, playing in an organization that has spring training in Arizona to an organization that has spring training in Florida. Like That's, that's jarring enough. What is it like when you end up in Korea? What is it like when you end up in Mexico? What is it like when you end up in Japan or somewhere else playing, uh, especially somebody who's got some big league time? Uh, that's something that we'll be talking about with uh, Matt Adams coming up tomorrow. So we'd love to see you at Cardinals Renation Restaurant and Bar. 1130 is when we are scheduled to uh, get things going coming up tomorrow. we got a lot more coming up in hour number two. As always, if you want to chime in on anything that we're talking about, 314-436-7900. Feel free to uh, drop those uh, text messages in or tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. It's a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. We're back with more in just a moment on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.